<laughs> oh yes, let's get. I think that's about as much as we yeah, can I was play. Gonna say, I was about to say, I can't wait for this. I can't wait for DMCA to come flying in on it. Yeah. So, time for 2020 to graduate kindergarten and get the fuck out of here. Time to <laughs> celebrate. Crack open a cold one with the boys. Yeah, with the boys. <laughs> and say goodbye to 2020 as this is the last episode of I think the year. Objectively, one of the worst years, right? <sighs> yeah, I think a lot of bad shit happened this year. <laughs> like, I think a lot of fucking terrible shit happened. Catastrophic failures. Global failures. <laughs> yeah. Like nationwide probably yeah no this was a fucking horrible 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 year yeah and yes i know all you fucking like blue check marks saying yeah well 2021 just gonna be the same as it continues just not like everything stops yeah we know but let us have yeah. the symbolic victory <laughs> exactly you fucking but, yeah killjoys I've, I've had that conversation like internally and as both sides of the party of the conversation so many times like it's not gonna the ball's not gonna drop and all of a sudden everything's solved because covid's still happening but and there's new covid now in the uk it's <laughs> covid 2 yeah covid 2.0 is on its way yeah. yeah um yeah but symbolically it's like well also literally like a fucking suicide bomber blew up nashville that was this year that just happened like a month ago wait really Yes. I don't think I heard about that. You didn't hear about this? I'm off the internet. 2020 has... I, I don't know if I told you. I'm, I've been off Reddit for like two weeks. Yo. Uh, I am not connected to the internet well, at all. Anyways, there was a suicide bomber in Nashville that blew up and took out like the entire power grid. Fucked up the cellular service for a part of the nation. Jesus. Yeah. All right. Well. And it was a weird suicide bomber because they kept... There was a van. I think it was a white van kept driving around the city with loudspeakers on saying like do not be downtown on this day after this time there was going to be an explosion and then there was yeah so (laughs) people think it was a not so much a suicide bomber um to try to like hurt people but like maybe send a message people think not much has come out but i think the general consensus is the idea that this person was doing it in protest to because they thought 5G was going to kill us or something. So okay. something, yeah, I don't know. I want to save the people by destroying yeah. the 5G. But uh, Yes. But anyways, um, 2020. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyways, 2020. What a year. What a year. What a year. What a year. Uh, how has it been for you personally? A good year. It, like, not bad. <laughs> <laughs> for me personally, it's been a great fucking year, I would say. I... Got a new job. I left a uh, a, a toxic position. Um, I got I got into a great company with a, a great team. Um, that's way healthier for me and better for me professionally. Yeah. I um. I started a home gym, uh, yeah. which I think was a natural progression progression for me, and ended up saving me uh, a lot of time that I, I feel like I was wasting. Um, I. Uh, yeah, I got healthy. I uh, organized and cleaned out a lot of clutter in my life, both physically and mentally. Yep. Um, you probably had COVID. I probably had COVID <laughs> and I got past it and I recovered. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I think the real big, like, hard-hitting parts for me this year, it was all mental. Yeah. All mental, all emotional. It was all just 
the mental grind of living at home, working out at home. Yeah. Like working from home. Yeah. Um, it was a big hurdle that we all had to get over. Yeah. Which sounds so fucking privileged to say. It's like, oh, I just couldn't leave my house. You know, I had to like play in the house and work out in the house and we're, work we're from the house. social beings. Yeah. But like at the same time, there's people who don't have houses. There's people who were getting evicted. There's people who didn't have jobs or worried about payments. There were people. Yeah. You know what I mean, like it, it, it could be so much worse. Yeah. So in reality, it was a great year for me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. We are very lucky. We are very lucky. lucky. So um, cheers to a great 2020 for our personal lives. Yeah. Uh, how well for my life how was yours pretty great mm. i met my amazing girlfriend mm-hmm. moved in with my amazing girlfriend uh-huh um got promoted <laughs> um yeah started working out with you um seeing seeing get some gains from that and yeah i think made it work like doing the whole remote thing um but yeah my job was very easily suited or like very uh like suited for that so we yeah. very easily transitioned to it um yeah it was a uh, like very mentally draining like there are definitely some low spots and de- like covid got somewhat close to me like my cousin's grandmother who was like my not second grandmother because i had two grandmothers but my third grandmother passed away from covid yeah um and yeah there's some some downer parts of it and obviously everything that's been happening globally has affected me not so much directly but mentally like just what the hell is happening in the world right now yeah um i like to say when i talk to people about it i like to say especially when i catch up with friends like unfortunately i haven't been able to see my uh any of my canadian friends which Mm. really sucks because it's the first time in 10 years i won't be able to yeah be there or have them down here and so that sucks, but the my life this year became stable. Mm. Like it wasn't in constant chaotic flux of motion. Yep. It became stable. I think working from home helped helped cement that feeling. Yeah. But it became stable. Yeah. And they always everybody asks, How you been? What's new? It's like nothing. It's like has life been good? It's like life's been great because like I feel like I found stability. Like your rhythm. It's just stable. Like yeah. I, I don't know how to put it. Like my job, I know what my job is day to day. Yep. It's not fluctuating any like any crazy parameters beyond that. So I know what to expect. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's stressful moments, but the jumps to for it to be stressful are not as dramatic. Um my schedule is extremely stable because I work from home, you know, except for two days a week, majority wise, which mm-hmm. I love. Um boundaries and relationships uh like with my mom for example like with my family like those have been set because of covid so just for like covid precautions like that's been a stable prediction yeah um the most unstable thing was hockey it was yep. like is hockey going to be canceled do we have to wear masks do we have to be changed before can we get changed in the locker room do we that's, have to get changed a lot that's the only unpredictable that's thing that's pretty good thing to have as your most unstable yeah and even with like the gyms being like they were closed now they're open and now people worry about them closing again it's like they can close it's fine i have my gym at home yeah like i ha- like i have my equipment i have a routine set up to make it so i work out in a gym only once a week mm-hmm. so i have a routine set up where i work out from home like 90 percent of the time so it's stable yeah like 
And I'm in a job at a company where I can see myself being there for a long time. Yep. So I think that's really the big, the big, you know, comfy blanket. Yep. Like the, that's the bet. That's the weighted blanket on it all. It's yeah. kind of just like, I'm at a place where I want to be. Yep. Like, and you're not going anywhere. I, I don't have plans. Like everywhere else I've been, I knew I was on a time frame. Yeah. I knew I was just, this is not a career. I am going to get out of here at yep. some point. And this is the first job I've ever had where I'm in it and I'm just thinking, yeah, no, I'm here for yeah. a while. I'm here for a while. I know I'm not leaving anytime soon. Yeah. I can already tell. Really good. Yeah. You know, and it's only been eight months. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, not, yeah, no, eight months. It's been eight months. Yeah. You got the job in COVID. Yeah. So yeah. it's been eight months. So it's like, it's not even been a year. Yeah. And I know that I'm going to be here for as long as possible Yeah, because I just, I, I, I it's, it's a good fit. So it's like stable yeah. <laughs> like like life is stable and um it's, it's good it's good yeah um how do you think 2021 is gonna go oh, it's gonna be a fucking shit show <laughs> i mean i think it's gonna be a shit show i think i think it's gonna be a shit show for us living in the states because um politically yeah it's gonna which is crazy to say right because uh trumpy boy's on his way out mm-hmm and um, old man Biden's on his way in, so I feel like it's it's weird to say like, oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be nuts because here comes Biden. It's like, no, I know old man Biden's not gonna be as volatile and as erratic as yeah. Trumpy boy, but I do know that. And I said this, I think, at the beginning of this year, where I said I remember saying it because it's still a thought I have. There's this clinging and and fighting feeling in politics now, maybe because I'm older, maybe because it's just more prominent with social media, but there's this weird divide that's that I knew was growing and I and you could feel was getting more volatile. And I knew this year was kind of going to reach its apex, which it pretty much I think it did up until like for our generation, it's the apex of politically shit just clashing. Yeah. But next year when things switch over to the Democrats, at least just for the 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 the, the seat mm-hmm. you know what i mean just for yeah. the chair not everything changed over to the democrats so like we're going to have kind of this cycle that we always get yep you know what i mean which i think we can go back to when we were kids probably up around clinton mm-hmm. i think where it's like some things were good but they lost favor so mm-hmm. then the republicans win then people hate what they did because yeah. something got fucked up so then they rush back in a Democrat mm-hmm. and then people don't like some factions of it and they lose it to a Republican to, again, to change up it, to fucking change it back up and yeah, it goes exactly. back and forth, back up. It's going to be the same thing because with each time you have sides trying to do their own thing because we're no longer in the age of compromise. We're in the age of winning. Yeah, exactly. So the compromise of conversation doesn't really happen the same way. Mm-hmm. You know, like the, the stimulus package that we're talking about is a perfect example of it of like the three martini lunch rule i don't know if you heard that term before no there is a there like i i mean i'm sure this was a little exaggerated or or over overly emphasized but basically there were two sticking points that were swapped in agreement Mm -hmm. like fine we'll give you this if you give us that then the democrats were like we want what was it? I think it was like tax cuts for like a certain income level, like mm-hmm. lower income on this item or these things. We want a tax cut or something. 
and the Republicans were saying, okay, cool, we'll, we agree to that if you agree to the corporate lunch rule, a.k.a. the three martini lunch, mm-hmm. which is I think it's like you can write off corporate lunches for tax breaks, <laughs> which they got. Yeah. So it was like this weird, like the th- they called it the three martini lunch rule. Yeah. So it's like this fucking <laughs> weird. Because you would go to lunch, pay for three martinis, and write it off as a tax break. Which, by the way, as somebody who does drink martinis sometimes, yeah, you are fucking blitz yeah, if you're I, drinking three fucking martinis. Yeah. I have two, and I'm just thinking I'm done for the night. Yeah, I have to exactly. slow down. Three? Jesus Christ, what are you drinking? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it's just I don't know, man. Like I feel like it, I feel like it's gonna be. It's it's kind of like what it's always it's kind of like what happened with Obama's first first uh, term, right? Mm-hmm. Where he was like, okay, let's do this, and everybody in like the House or whatever, and the majority seats were all just like, fuck you. And he was no. like, all right, cool. So nothing's gonna get done. Like, yeah, <laughs> like exactly. all right. And it's just it's this. But I think w- Biden's aware of that, and that seems to be his whole well, mantra is like, let's just all get along this time, okay? Yeah, but like that's that's a one way street. Yeah, well, it's but it's a two way street, and it's only gonna be played by one way by one party so it's kind of just like this thing where it's just this at the end of the day i always felt like the political party in america the political system in america is just two um like two lions fighting over the fresh meat yeah and the populace are just like the ants and the dung beetles just waiting for whatever remains when they're done with it. It's kind of just like, <laughs> seriously, we're not, not even hyenas at that yeah. point. We're not even fighting <laughs> the over ants and the dung beetles. We're just fighting over whatever's left on the bones. Yeah. Like it's not even like guts. It's just whatever's, whatever scrap is left after the vultures and the hyenas <laughs> because, well, because it, that's how it works. <laughs> yeah. That's how, like a perfect example of this. And we don't have to go down this political side because you and I both don't like to do it that often. But like, why is Marco Rubio posting pictures of him getting the vaccination shot for COVID-19 after you can literally pull up a page or two of him calling it fake, mm-hmm. calling it like a Democrat-led fucking hawks, hoax, hoax, like, yeah. oh, it's all a fucking lie. It's all the, they just want to kill your businesses. The Democrats just hate family-run businesses, blah, blah, blah. It's like, what? <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> and then he's like, I'm getting vaccinated because I believe in our frontline workers. It's like, weren't you just denouncing it for like <laughs> 10 months, eight months? Ugh. Weren't you denouncing it for eight months? Yeah. You know what I mean? Or you have like this fucking, you have people in, in government who have private meetings about, for example, COVID and the impact it could potentially land. And then you have people selling stocks and then getting rich right before everything crashes, mm-hmm. which is currently the thing going on with Lafayette and Purdue. Yeah. It's like who Lafayette's husband is the CEO of the stock exchange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure there's no cross there. Like why she had a meeting, <laughs> a, a government meeting about like COVID. And the next thing you know, she sold stocks. And then the and stock then market the, crashed. Yeah. Like, like, oh, there's no, there's no coincidence at all. It's, yeah, it's just that's not insider trading. No, it goes back to my point of like, it's just, it's, it's just two lions, the two things at the top of the food chain fighting for the tenderloin and the prime rib, mm-hmm. and then the rest of us, like you and I and all the other civilians, we're just waiting for the bones, and hopefully there's scraps on the bones for us ants. To fucking yeah. pick at and it just sucks because that's the system yep and that's how it's 
been and that's how it's just going to get more magnified because of social media yeah it's just like like <laughs> it's just fucking ridiculous to me it's just all ridiculous to me yeah. why do you, do you have high hopes for 21 i mean i feel like the whole world is like let's have a good one you know like let's like uh, let's let's try this time i hope so um yeah i really hope so I, there's a lot of people who genuinely think that 2020 is bad because it's this year it's like all the bad things are happening because it's 2020 and they're they are going to magically stop in 2021 um and i think a lot of them are going to be somewhat to pretty disappointed but i think a lot of people are like we have to be the change we can make 2021 better. I do like that idea. I do like that idea. Yeah. I, I do want to say, like, in reflection of 2020, something that I think is, the, I think, the number one story of 2020 is the impact of COVID mm-hmm. and the fact that how crazy it is, how different life is. Yeah. You know, and it's it's just all of it, all of it, all of it's fucking, all of it's so weird. All of it is just the craziest, strangest thing to me. Just all of it just makes no sense to me. It's so weird how this time last year, things were so drastically different. Mm -hmm. And now we have a new normal. Yeah. But it's not just, oh, look, it's a new normal for us. No. Society has changed. Yeah. Like. Imagine all of human history up until now mm-hmm. and how things have been operating, right? Like, it's just crazy to me. Like, yeah, and yeah, I know... a lot less Zoom meetings <laughs> in the last entirety of human history. Yeah, it's just... Uh, I don't know. It's just... I think the crazy thing about 2020 is that 2020 kind of nonstop hit with just weird things that, that changed a lot, mm. you know? Like, it just changed... Like... Like, even the election stuff. Like, this was not a normal... No, not at all. This wasn't like the 2016 election. No, it was, com- it was like another completely unprecedented thing about this year. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it just... Was, yeah. None of it was normal, yeah, you know? The, that, I think that's the whole thing with this year is it's the unprecedented year. It's like everything that happened is like, well, that's never happened before in history. Yeah. Um, so like we're dealing with this as humans for the first time it's just uh, yeah it's just so it it, it, i'm tired about 2020 i'm like i'm I'm over 2020 (laughs) well dubs it's done like tomorrow (laughs) so we're we're done it is done tomorrow so we are pretty much today if you're listening this to this tomorrow (laughs) yeah it is pretty much over i mean um so 2021 also uh oh i can say this about 2020 Mm mm-hmm it is the last year I'm going to have glasses. Oh, you're getting some surgeries? I had an eye appointment, and uh, they asked me if I had any questions. And I said, I was curious about the uh, about like the corrective surgery for my eyes. Mm-hmm. And they said, oh, well, if you're thinking about that, we advise you doing it soon. And I said, why? And they said, around your age, you're at the prime spot for at, at your age to get it done mm-hmm. if you keep waiting you're going to start falling out of the prime years for the effectiveness of the surgery why is that uh because your eyes get worse as you get old oh so they're right. like your eyes are kind of like at the peak of what they're going to be for us to like hit it with this re- like regenerative surgery mm-hmm. compared to if you like keep getting older and it keeps getting worse and then yep. you try to hit it so 
sooner than later. So I said, cool, put down a note next year. We schedule it. Cool. And they said, okay, cool. Next year, when you come in, we'll talk about it and we'll schedule it. Nice. So next year, I'm going to get surgery. Oh, that's going to be so weird. I mean, I'm looking at you right now and you're not wearing your glasses, but. <laughs> it's going to be very weird because yeah. I'm so used to them. I'm, and I'm I'm so used to how I look with them. Yeah. That's the weird thing. Yeah, exactly. You're going to have to like redo some aspects of your look probably. I'm going to have to change my hair a bit. You're also just going to touch your face randomly a lot more <laughs> when you go to like push your glasses up. Yeah, probably, right? Like, that's, like that. Yeah. That's going to last for longer than you think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we, you and I both have uh, enough friends who've done them. Yep. Um, it freaks me out. Like, surgery oh, in yeah. general it's freaks horrifying. me the fuck out. Laser eyeball sh- surgery? Ugh. Yeah, it just freaks me the fuck out. Yeah. Um, any kind of surgery does. Anything involving doctors and operations yeah. and, and procedures and shit like that uh, freaks me out. But I think by 2021, hopefully the technology is understood smooth enough to a point and yeah uh, i mean i watched one of our old coworkers get it done i went to the hospital with not the hospital but the place with them and they had like the camera so you could see what the doctor's seeing i'm like oh that's inside of his eyeball (laughs) but i guess you don't feel it yeah no you don't really feel anything and then like your eyes feel weird for a little bit after and like it's blurry for like a day or two and i think they put you on some sort of medication to like mellow you out yeah because you have to like you have to stare at this dot your eyeball cannot move so you have to stare at this dot and i'd feel so much pressure that i think i'd piss my pants because like if your eye just moves if you look a little bit to the side oop zapped the wrong part of your eyeball Oh, really? I think so. I don't know. That's what I always thought. <laughs> You're just saying some random shit here. Yeah, I'm trying to scare you. <laughs> yeah, I got I got to we got to talk to Scam cuz I know Scam got it. Oh, yeah, ask, that's right. Got to ask Scam how it was for him. Um, he said it was real easy. Yeah. He said it was freaky, but it was real easy. Yeah. I was I uh, hope it's easy. I hope God, it's just I don't like even a, want to talk about it. Keep your eye open and then bloop, bloop, we're done. I hope it's that. I yeah, know it's not a big that. step you're missing before the bloop bloop. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's not that. But um, do you know what they actually do? Yes, I've seen it. Yeah, me too. I actually have a video. Of it oh, yeah, you've seen it. Because I recorded it, yeah. the whole thing. <laughs> when did you do that? Like, when did you see that? A few like years ago? Two, three years ago. Three years ago. Yeah. It was it was gnarly. But Would you cool. ever get it done? No, I like glasses. You do? Yeah. Um, I mean, they're inhibiting in some very small ways, but for the most part, I like the way I look in them. I yeah. do not like them when I have to wear a hockey helmet. Yeah. I do not like it when I'm crawling around in a car. Like an engine bay, oh, and yeah. they're falling down my face. Yep, 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 yep. Um, or if I'm laying on the ground, they fall into my eye. I don't like them when we're working out heavy. When my face starts to sweat, they just slip right off, and it's so annoying. Right. I'm in that situation all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no. Um, for me, it's... Le- you know what's funny? It's actually... The the main motivator is not the comfort mm. or the, oh, I look better without glasses. No, I think I look way better with glasses. Um, I don't... I just want the surgery because excuse me i want to optimize my body's performance <laughs> here and, we go <laughs> and the ability for to heal my eyes that are damaged yeah that's a fucking win is like, it like it, it sticks right like it heals them permanently like you'll well, no, it actually glasses? it actually damages the eye yeah and the eye in its repair process builds healthy like it, that thing yeah the yeah. thing that that was that was faulty yeah um it lasts about 15 years. Okay. 10, 15 years. And then around 15 years, you need to start getting glasses again. But like mild glasses. Mild. Like you won't have to. Scratch. I don't okay. jump back into fucking. Like, Coke bottles. Yeah. yeah. So you. Okay. Uh, so yeah, it's I'd slowly. Say that's worth it. 
Yeah, so I wanted to like, oh, if I can get like an extra 10, 15 years out of my eyes without doing glasses, yeah, let's go for it. Yep. You know? Neat. Um, kind of sucks because I got a lot of glasses that I like. Yeah. So that kind of sucks because like, like you, I don't hate wearing them Yeah. all the time. Like I don't, they're not like, oh, I fucking hate, I, I don't have contacts because I don't want to deal with that, you know, like so. Nice. So yeah. So yeah, yeah. So 2021 is going to be a big year for me. That's, that's going to be cool. Um... I got no big plans for 2021. Just 2021's... 2021 is going to be my vacation year. Because I have some vacation time that's rolling over to next year. And I have like two solid vacations that I wanted to take this year. And with all the time rolling over to next year, I'm going to be able to take those and more. Nice. Okay. So do you have a specific goal for vacations? For 2021. For vacations or... Just, just in for, 2021. Like nope. my, my goal is to get my eye holes fixed. <laughs> Your eye holes. Um... No, I think I'd like to get to the place, like, physically that I want to be. Um, like, we're working out more just so I can feel and be healthier, not necessarily right. lose weight or look better, although those are nice pluses. Con- nice consequences. Yeah, but just I want to I wanna get to that point where I feel like I'm uh, as healthy as I can be. Oh, don't forget, next Murf. year is Murph. What's that supposed to be in May? Uh, Memorial Day. That's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, we got five months to go. We've been doing this for five months. I'm not halfway there. I still can't do a pull up. Well, we're working on it. Because oh yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was gonna say, like, the big thing is gonna be the fact that you have a bike you can use more often at home. Yeah. That's gonna speed to up your conditioning. It's gonna help yep. you lose weight a bit. It's gonna get you lighter on the bar. Yeah. And also, if you keep eating clean, that's gonna slowly keep coming off you, and yep. then it's gonna be easier. Like, I mean, I'd have to dial it up quite a bit to be able to get there by may but i mean we'll just keep working on it if it doesn't happen in may it'll still happen eventually it's my true whole thing true yeah oh fuck i got that means i gotta get ready for it too <laughs> yikes oh god i literally just got a little wave of nausea thinking about it like literal <laughs> nausea like a little you never tried it though yeah but i'm thinking about it oh <laughs> god yeah well push-ups squats sprinting uh pull-ups sprinting no, no it's, it's a mile run sprint nope it's a mile run oh, as fast as, as you fast can. as you can so, so sprint. Yeah, you're sprinting a mile <laughs> yeah as fast as you can <laughs> then you're doing a hundred push-ups no i'm sorry a hundred pull-ups pull-ups 200, 200 push-ups, push-ups 300, 300 squats. air squats and then sprinting a mile <sighs> but most people when they do it they don't just bang out a hundred pull-ups they do like 10 and then 20 push-ups and then 30 squats and yes. then do that all 10 times yeah and then run a mile like well, your treat for suffering for through all of that is another sprint and technically you're supposed to be doing it with a 25 pound weight vest i I'm, <laughs> i feel sick like i feel a lump <laughs> in my throat don't worry about it we got we got plenty of time yeah plenty we'll, of time we'll get there even if we don't get there we'll get there we'll get there uh let's talk about pizza <laughs> mm. so i had this crazy idea yeah this crazy awakening yeah about an awakening about um not so much pizza bites but like (sighs) what do you call them are they just breadsticks are they just fucking breadsticks what are you talking about that you dip in marinara sauce and you just eat them is that just breadsticks i think (laughs) yeah like a little toasted garlicky bread that you dip in marinara yeah breadsticks does that not make it pizza sticks like if you do like cheesy breadsticks 
So if I had a like cheesy breadstick, constructed. So pizza. if I had a cheesy breadstick, are we doing this again? If I had cheesy breadsticks, what is a pizza man? And I was dipping it into marinara sauce yeah. and biting it. It's in the wrong order. It's in the wrong but delivery. Mechanism. In my mouth so is it. a cheesy bread your marinara s- Italian seasoned flavor. Your stomach doesn't know the difference. To your stomach, it's the same. But to what is the difference eyeballs? to my mouth? Uh, what, is the, what is the difference to my mouth? My mouth hole chewing. There is a difference. The mastication. If you take of a bite of a cheesy breadstick dipped in marinara sauce and you're chewing it, it is different than pizza. But is it there's not the same more, as pizza? There's more marinara sauce. The bread is different. It's bread, not crust. Yeah. Okay. You're, okay. You're eating bread with pizza. So what's the difference between crust and a breadstick? What do you mean? Like if I chopped off pizza crust, that's and I put them in like a container sticking mm-hmm. out, and then I took Italian breadsticks. Yeah, and Italian breadsticks you let them rise and you bake. They're baked first of all, not like you don't bake pizza. Do you do you bake pizza? You don't. Is I mean, you, you could fry you it. Cook. You could deep fry. I've seen that. Ew. No, well, no, but like traditionally, is that baked? You baked it. Yeah, you put it in a f- oven. <laughs> A wood-fired like oven or a coal-fired oven. You fire oven. it, you cook it. I'm trying... You bake it at 400 like the degrees. The verb for making a pizza hot isn't bake. It's baking. You bake a pizza. I guess, but you it's bake different. a pizza. You're baking dough you versus bake. Break, baking, like... So it's not pizza dough? No. No? No. Breadsticks are not made with pizza dough. No? No, they're made with bread dough. What kind of bread? I don't know. Are they wheat? Are they rye? Are they pumpernickel? All of... De- are they... Pumpernickel. <laughs> But like sourdough or something. I don't know. Are they sourdough? They're not sourdough breadsticks. (laughs) (laughs) My point being is that I had this weird awakening of, am I just eating? (laughs) (laughs) Am I just eating deconstructed pizza? No. If I eat a breadstick with marinara sauce, because no, we had this conversation about like an open faced sandwich or whatever. Isn't an open faced sandwich a pizza? Because it's bread versus dough. Bread is the cooked version of dough. I don't know. Just <laughs> yes. No, you're wrong. You take dough and I don't you make know how to verbalize it. I'm too tired after 2020 you and make, you're wrong. You make you make dough. Yeah. Dough rises. Yes. You bake the That's dough. That's a difference already. That's you a diversion. Bake, you bake the dough. Yeah. And then you don't it com- let it comes pizza out. dough rise. Yeah, you do. A little bit. Yeah. So you let it rise. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> you just said it. <sighs> but i just want you to say yes or no no that pizza bites and crust bites long story short they're very similar because if you bites pizza bites yeah like if you have like tostino's pizza rolls yeah right and then you take like a pizza crust and you dip it in marinara sauce mm-hmm. or you take a breadstick and you dip it in marinara sauce yeah aren't they all pretty much the same thing oh god are they not? No. So is a pizza bite pizza? No. It's a pizza bite. It's a different thing. It's a com- <laughs> it's a different mechanism. I hate these. I I don't we're not allowed to discuss whether things are pizza or not ever again on the show cuz they're all not. <laughs> if you ever have that question in your head, I wonder if blank is considered a pizza. It's not. Because you have to wonder about it. And it, we'd call it a pizza if it was. But what if it actually is? We're just Americanized and we no, can't see so it that way. Here's my here's my answer that hopefully works, but I know it won't. <laughs> it's the same answer I give to is a hot dog a sandwich. 
technically, maybe if you really deconstruct the rules of what a sandwich, what it takes to be a sandwich, then sure, a hot dog is probably a sandwich. But it is not a sandwich because sandwich is a word and all words are are things that we attach to things so we can refer to them as that word. And we have not attached the word sandwich to a hot dog. So no, it's not a sandwich because we don't call it a sandwich. But okay, because a hot dog, if you eat it horizontally, (sighs) yes, continue, becomes a you eat it like a sandwich. I agree. I think technically a hot dog falls under the umbrella of sandwich, but we don't call it a sandwich. No. So dictionary wise it's not a sandwich but science wise i guess it's sandwich because then i'm confused because if like they are separated like you're saying they are because of how we associate words why are pizza bites not considered pizza the word pizza is in it yeah but there's a there's a a thing that distinguishes it from pizza it's a pizza blank it's a pizza variation it's a bite it's a pizza bite it's different (laughs) It's bagel bites are more pizza than pizza bites. But the, but why? Because they more closely follow the rules of pizza. A thing okay. and then a sauce and then a cheese and baked or toasted or whatever you do to pizza, bagel bites. But the, okay. the pizza bites are just a little lava burrito with pizza ingredients on the inside of the burrito. It's a burrito. And pizza bites are burritos. Yeah, pizza bites are burritos, sure. No, they're pastries they're 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 raviolis they're raviolis yeah it's okay it's pizza flavored ravioli okay our pizza goldfish pizza our pizza goldfish pizza yeah that's a good question no it's not (laughs) (laughs) that was a test to see if you would say that's a good question I think that you saying that's a good question invalidates the whole previous conversation. (laughs) Okay. We cross that off the list. Okay. We can cross off the list. We have successfully talked about that. Uh, I want to talk about a couple things. Um, Let's go. Let's go. You have Disney plus, right? Of course I have Disney plus. Okay. Uh, Did you see that trailer for uh, the new Beatles movie? Get back. No, Uh, I hate the Beatles. All right, this is they are the slog. worst band to ever make the history books. Keep going. You are such a good <laughs> counterist or whatever that term is. <laughs> okay, side note before we continue, I don't actually hate them. I just don't. I know they're great. I know the things they did were revolutionary. Blah blah blah. Let's keep jerking off. But at the at the end of the day, the same reason why I tell them, like why I say fuck the Beatles worst band ever yeah is the same reason why i don't watch breaking bad yeah i know okay yeah so and also that's a big shout out to stav because stav would roll his eyes every time i would say like i fucking i can't stand the beatles yeah and he'd be like they're they're genius i'm like fuck they're genius yeah i i hope i hope i hope i hope their genius gets found out to be fake i hope it's all bullshit Mm. fuck them maybe fuck them all maybe continue (laughs) they famously broke up yes um thank god they (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they recorded they recorded a couple albums that uh, did not go super smoothly mm-hmm. and they started to fray and they started to drift apart and then tensions got high and they split up and they had a messy breakup that just made it all like dramatized and it was dramatized by media and things like that. And it was a, a famously messy breakup to one of the best bands ever. Yoko Ono. Yeah, exactly. Um, they 
released, which I didn't even know this, they released a documentary movie themselves called Let It Be about the recording of the album Let It Be, which is the last album they released. Technically not the last album they recorded. Right. Um, that it was a, a documentary about the, the filming of that movie, and it was very like dramatized like the tensions were really high and it was basically a movie about how the Beatles broke up and it was like that was kind of like the last thing they put out together was the documentary because it came out after the album okay uh and that kind of like set the stage for uh John and Paul and George and Ringo all hate each other and stuff like this um and as time went on obviously their relationships healed and Paul and Ringo hang out all the time because those are the only two who are still alive George was hanging out with a bunch of them after that John was cool with all of them. They'd hang out. They'd grab dinner when Paul was in New York and things like that. So it was really, it was just tensions got high. We made mistakes. We got angry at each other and we, we decided to split up. Um, and it just, it became messier than it should have been, but we really had a lot of fun and we were still the Beatles when we were recording those albums. And I just wish people knew that Peter Jackson also wishes Peter, uh, people knew that, um, Peter Jackson, director of Lord of the Rings and other such hits, uh, so he has been working with Apple Core, Apple Corpse, um, who is like the company that the Beatles started that like owns all of their shit. Uh, and they have 54, 56 hours of unseen footage from the recording of the Let It Be album. Oh, cool. Um, so basically there's the movie Let It Be that used a bunch of that footage. And then there's 56 other hours. And he's like, it's just filled with them being best friends and having fun. I want to make a movie about that. So he's making like a counter movie to let it be called get back. And it's just going to be about how much fun they had recording that last album. And he's just trying to change that like perception that people have. Um, and he showed like this five minute clip that he, he made it very clear. He like prefaced it himself saying like all of this that I'm telling you, but he's like, it's not a scene from the movie. It's not a trailer for the movie. It's just a bunch of shots from that 56 hours that may or may not be in the movie that just gives you the vibe of what we're trying to make with this movie. And it's just such a well put together little, it's like a music video for the song get back because it starts with them, like with a failed take of get back and then they retry it and they do it one more time and then they play it all the way through. It's not the official version of get back. It's just like two or three recordings before the official version, probably but just a bunch of, b-roll footage of just them being goofy in the studio and i am obsessed with it and i watched the trailer like five or six times i don't know it was just it's so like beatles boy i always have been a big fan not like a massive fan um but just i couldn't like i kept thinking of like just shots like there's like one of them will give the other one a look i'm like i've never seen the beatles in that light like just they're also i'm 28 the oldest beetle when they broke up was 29 (laughs) and i'm like holy shit yeah they spent 10 years being the most revolutionary best band in the world yeah and they ended when they were my age yeah like if i spent the last 10 years of my life being the best band that ever lived holy shit um but i i watched this uh and i i kind of am just obsessed with them now like all i've been listening to since that trailer came out on disney plus is the beatles and really i like went down the wikipedia rabbit holes of like why did they break up here's the wikipedia there's a wikipedia entry for all the times any of them collaborated with each other post breakup uh they never all four of them collaborated on the same thing uh it was it's so fascinating and like each one of their 
recountings of how they broke up. Like, here's all the things Ringo has said on the matter. Here's all the things Paul has said on the matter. Here's a, a TV interview from 1974 where John speaks on the matter and all these things. And it's it, they're honestly just so interesting. Not only are they one of the most revolutionary, most talented bands ever, but they have such an interesting story to them as well, which is what also what makes them unique. Okay. Shout out to Stav, I guess. <laughs> Shout out to Stav. <laughs> uh, fuck the Beatles, number one. Yeah, sure. Uh, no, nah, I'm yeah, good point. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, I don't know why. I, I always get really interested in like uh, movies like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like f- not found footage, but like we compiled all of this. Yeah. Like uh, Metallica did it. Yeah. With some kind of monster. And it was basically, I think for the St. Anger album, mm-hmm. um, it was really just showing how they were working together. Yeah. And Metallica is famously, uh, they used to be famously like uh, rough uh, to each other. Oh, wow. Like screaming, throwing shit, breaking shit, slamming doors, leaving like like really like violent episodes with each other. Yeah, wow. Uh, hence some kind of monster being the appropriate title for uh, for this for this what is it like docu-series like what do you what would you even call it like documentary documentary autobiography yeah like documentary autobiography type of we have footage of this um process and a lot of it's about james uh hetfield going like like going back into rehab and all this other shit and just seeing the dynamic like like i so i'm not a huge metallica guy like Mm -hmm. like i like metallica but i'm not some like super hardcore fanboy for metallica yep but I know their impact on like rock and mm-hmm. metal, and I know their impact for um, like what they've done individually, like for their instruments alone, yeah. for example. You know, um, to see them be so human, mm-hmm. because Metallica to me is way more tangible than the Beatles are to or were for their fame, yeah, and for their stardom level like it's it blows my mind away that this band that sold out how many stadiums globally and they have cuts they have like scenes cut in of like them playing live and then the next scene is like is like kirk and james just just heads and hands in the studio like bitching at lars yeah <laughs> And it's such a human, it's such a normal human thing, which of course they're humans. They're just people, right? But it's so weird to see the image of them not be there with each other. Yeah. This this like rock God image of them. They don't have that with each other. That's, I think that I didn't know it until you said it, but that's what I found so interesting about the footage from this clip thing that. Yeah. Cause they don't hold each other like, oh, but you're, you're Paul and you're like, no, they don't have. No. They're just like, yeah, I know. Come on, man. Like Like, there's (laughs) one of the, most of the shots that I'm thinking of are all John because I think John more than any of them is just like this iconic figure. He is. Like I never saw him as a person. He was like, he was like as stupid as it sounds like he was more than a person. He's, like he well, was he's a, a culture brand. point. He was a culture point. He's exactly. a culture point. And I always think of him as just like that beetle. Like he was the smart beetle and he was the really deep beetle. <laughs> he was the only good beetle out of all the beetles. Yeah. No, he wasn't. Yeah. But, I, know, um, I, know, I, know, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But, and there's like, there's so many footage. There's so much footage of him. And one of our old friends from Apple, Steve, uh, I don't want to throw his last name out there on blast. You but. could just, you could just say 
Steve from the our last Steve job. Steve who liked the Beatles. You probably know who from that is, From our last right? job. Yes, yeah. I do. Uh, I texted him immediately. I was like, if you haven't seen this on Disney+, Plus, watch this, because he's the biggest Beatles fan I've ever heard of. Yeah. Um, and I was like, John looks like a dork. Like, he's yeah. just a goofy kid. Yeah. Like, there's a, he's super skinny, and there's, like, a shot of him, like, fake boxing, like, George and things like <laughs> that. And then there's a shot of him where he, like, gets down in, like, a squat position and puts his shirt over his knees and, like... <laughs> hops around like a little ball with feet i'm like he looks like a like a loser <laughs> like he's so weird and he like he gives all these weird funny looks in the camera and like before he plays uh i forget what song it was but before he plays he says into the microphone ladies and gentlemen the bottles <laughs> and starts playing and is like he's just a goofball yeah. but he was like this iconic genius like musician artist things like that that's what i'm so excited about there's one take of uh the song called two of us where paul and john sing the whole thing together like Mm -hmm. they harmonize every lyric of the song and they just took a take where they're singing it through clenched teeth the whole time and it sounds so weird but i'm like they were literally just bored and they're like hey let's just not open our yeah, teeth. Yeah, it's, it's the human side of things. Like, yeah. like as somebody who played in bands and dealt with the frustrations of, of parts of recording or writing, like going back to the Metallica stuff, seeing them trying to hash out something yeah. is hilarious to me. Yeah. Because it's like, you're fucking Metallica. I feel like you guys can just shit out hit songs and shit out good albums all the time. Right. But you see them agonizing over one riff yep i'm just like no that's not it like you need something else or just like, yeah and then somebody's like why don't you um why don't you try the thing that you did before remember that thing we did like a few months ago and like it was a good idea but we never used it yep he's like uh which one was it and he was like i think it was like the dun, 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 dun. like it had like yeah. the pause i think like you want to just try it out and we'll see how it sounds like, yeah ah, yeah i guess and like they're not like fully into it they're just like it's like it's crazy because you're so used to seeing them like just it's be this crazy. giant thing and yep. it's 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 really cool you know like i watched i watched uh something like this similarly about uh i, I said it sean mendes yeah on netflix which oh by the way i don't think i publicly apologize to sean mendes <laughs> um so after i like he's a big fan of the show now, after I roasted Sean <laughs> Mendez on that episode, like two days later, he released his latest album. Yeah. It wiped away all the all the things I critiqued or criticized about him of like the depth and his yeah. ability to of just like his uh, projection of his like emotional portrayal with how he sings in certain times. Nope. He totally fixed it. He's yep. fine. He's great. Um, <laughs> but watching his uh, his Netflix movie was a lot like that because he's just some kid from Canada. Yeah. And it shows him growing up and playing acoustic guitar and singing in an auditorium like, like yeah. at school with like his oversized shirt and his like baggy jeans yep. just like just trying. And he's just like, yeah, I just wanted to sing, you know, I, I like singing and I just kept singing and, you know, Justin Bieber's all big in Canada. So I knew, you know, si- singing is a possibility. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and then it shows him in front of, like, a sold-out stadium. <laughs> like, he's like, at the end of the day, I just like singing, you know? And, like, yeah, I get nervous, and it's freaky, and it's weird, but it's cool. And then it shows him back in his hometown with his parents. Yeah. And he's just... He's like, having dinner. And he's so excited. He's just like, oh, I get to go see my family. And he's back home. He's like, this is my bedroom that I grew up in. It's, like, the size of this room. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, you know, like, I-, I love my job. I love doing what I do. But there's a lot of times when you just want to, like, chill. Yeah. He's like, I miss hanging out and just chilling with my friends. And there's uh, uh my next guest needs no introduction with David Letterman. I had mm-hmm. the Lizzo episode. Mm-hmm. They go back to her house, 
and she like it's like she it's like she still lives there and she was like just oh yeah here's my flute that i use in the high school yeah. <laughs> and like she still has like the stuff hanging on her walls and her room's like messy and things like that that's yeah. so cool it, it's so yeah it's so cool to see that like it's i like i, I sometimes like seeing the rock star side yeah um, like john mayer to me is super rock star yeah. where he can't do anything normal anymore yep just even his ex- just his existence that's what i was gonna say like normal. i've seen some pretty not like behind the scenes footage but just him hanging out he's like oh hey yeah you got a guitar <laughs> and it's like he it's like in his blood like he yeah he i didn't get lucky he like he did a range rover commercial and he just starts playing a song and like at the very end they just start recording him he's like i'll just play a song and it's like this beautiful thing that's perfect for the commercial. Yeah. And I'm sure he wrote it for it. Yeah. But it's just like, yeah, he probably just pulled it out of his fucking ass <laughs> yeah. and just did it. But he wrote each note right before the last note. <laughs> right. But even just the way he talks, you know, there's like, yeah. And this might be the like the 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 thing that people don't like about John Mayer, where they think he's egotistical. Yep. But it's almost like he talks as uh, he talks like a rock star. Yes. He talks like you'd expect a rock star to. He talks like a rock star. He talks not pretentiously, but it's almost like he's thought about each thing he says so much because he's had so much time to. Yeah. Um yeah, when he talks, it's it sounds like a rock star yeah. talking. It you don't have that human connection of him like having issues. Yeah. <laughs> like you don't have that human side of like I don't see him going back to Fairfield, Connecticut and being like man i miss being in fairfield like no you have a ranch in montana and a house in la and like an apartment in new york crawled his way out of fairfield and never looked back i think you're fine um the most the most human thing i've seen of a a guy like him is when john mayer did his berkeley seminar Mm. where and it's all about free on youtube yeah it's a wonderful seminar where he gets real raw with the students at Berkeley in this orientation. And he goes, this is how I wrote this song. This is why I thought this worked. And this is where I thought it failed. And this is my experience with the record execs and the fights we had about it. And I told them, I didn't want to be singer, songwriter, acoustic dude. That's, I can't get trapped in this. And I got into, like, I got in a fight with my management and I told them like, you can't do this to me. You're going to pigeonhole me into singer, songwriter guy. And I'm never going to be able to break out of it. I'm going to have to play this kind of shit for the rest of my career. And it's not going to sell after a while because people are going to get tired of it. Yeah. And he was like, you can't do this to me. Like, and that's the most human I've seen him talk and heard yeah. him talk where he was super open, super honest and super relatable in the sense of like, oh, he's struggling. Because yeah. even when I see studio footage of him, he's not struggling. Yeah. It's like, okay, let me do this take. He solos for an extra three minutes. Then he goes, all right, well, let's do it again. I think I know what I'm going to do this time. Yeah, exactly. He does it again. Does this crazy solo again. And she's yeah. like, you know, I think we're almost there. I think I, I, think, I think he <laughs> practiced for years to be a rock star. I think that's the difference. Like he practiced guitar so much because he wanted to be a rock star. I think he knew he was he was hoping that it was coming, so he was like ready for it. And I think with Sean Mendez maybe and probably the Beatles to a certain extent, they were like, Hey, let's start a band. And then they would play in a band and some guy was like, Hey, you're pretty good. I can I can make you a three hundred dollars on your first record. Uh and then they were like, Oh, holy shit, it's the Beatles. So they're they're set actually. Yeah. Uh and I think the reason they just 
were as popular as they did is because that first manager who's like, hey, I'd like to be your manager, kids. Yeah. Was yeah. a good manager for them. It wasn't right. like that. I'm going to rob these kids blind and I'm going to milk them. Yeah, for right. Their right. Worth. It's like, I know that they have what it takes and I'm going to let them do it. And I'm going to be there to make all the business decisions for them. There's something weird, like you said, about Mayer, though, where there's definitely something generational about him. Mm. Yes, he has the chops. Yes, yep. he has the 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 music theory knowledge yes he has he has all their credentials to back yeah. it up but there's definitely something there where he just knows how to how to like like what's a good example he knows how to be a rock star like well just yeah like uh like like uh slow dancing in a burning room mm -hmm. is a beautiful fucking song like yeah. gravity is a beautiful fucking song they are both on like a physical level Gravity is... I can play gravity. Gravity is a physically capable yeah. thing. Like, slow dancing in a burning room is a bit harder for me, but, like, I can play it. Yep. But the fact that he came up with them... Yeah, exactly. Is, the is like... You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you put them in front of people. You put them in somebody in front of somebody like Stav, like, somebody who's a professional at, at music uh, composition and stuff like that. They go, yes, this is a well-written song. It makes a lot of sense. I understand it. And, yeah, it's a good song. But... To come up with it is the thing that he can do. Yeah. And he can come up with those things all the fucking time. Yeah. So because of They're that, just it's in just, him. Yeah. Yeah. He just like, he, he just, he just knows how to weave the, the pieces together to make it this thing. You know what I mean? Like anybody can cook a steak. Yeah. Right. But if like Gordon Ramsay cooks you a steak, there's little pieces of things that Gordon Ramsay knows and how to use those little things to make the steak a Gordon Ramsay certified steak to yep, serve exactly. at one of his restaurants. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's the same thing. It's a similar thing. It's the closest it's way I can put this. harder to create than to recreate. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. It's just like I, uh, I used to be able to play the, uh, I don't want to call it a solo, but like the horn section to um, the Stevie wonder song about uh, the Duke. Oh, the Duke. It's called yeah. the Duke. <laughs> Um, or Sir Duke, um, the um, but like I watched a video recently breaking down how he made that song and they're like, no one's ever done what he did to like make that sound. Like you can't, you don't just come up with that. Like he used music theory to make that. Yeah. But then he broke it on purpose in certain places to make it sound more spicy or a little bit more soulful and stuff like that here. Yes. And he's like, that's why he's a genius. And like, that's what sets right. people like Stevie Wonder and, and John Mayer and Paul McCartney apart from these big names. Yeah. yeah. Like, like just, just the, their ability to like, I always say this about Derek trucks. Mm -hmm. who's a slide guitar player yep his knowledge of phrasing and and just the way he can just make the guitar breathe like the voice he gives it is so unique mm -hmm. like there's a ton of slide guitar players yeah and there are a ton of slide guitar players that want to play like Derek trucks but Derek trucks soloing on slide guitar is mind-blowing yeah like it's fucking he played at the white house for obama like yeah. it's, it's a mind-blowing sound to hear him play yeah, it's just exactly. like what the fuck? Like, how, so cool. how did you do that? Yeah. Like, it just doesn't make sense. And that's a generational thing, like you're saying. Like, it's just, it's in the blood. Yeah. It's a weird thing in the blood. Jimi Hendrix had it. Like, yep. you could play a Jimi Hendrix song, but I haven't found anybody who can play it. Clapton like, has it. Like Jimi Hendrix. Eric Clapton has it. Um, Ringo had it. Ringo had the it. The most underrated Beatle. 
Yeah, actually, yep. I, that was another rabbit hole that I went down. I was like, why is Ringo so like? <laughs> why do they hate Ringo? Why do they? Why do so many people hate him, but so many like music intelligent people revere him? Yeah, uh, and it's because he had like so many unique things to him, like for the fact that uh, he was born left-handed. But his grandma forced him to write right-handed. So he writes right-handed, but everything else he just naturally did left-handed. Yeah. So he has a right-handed drumstick, but he plays, he leads with his left hand. So like roles that everybody does, he can't do the same way because he has to like go under each time he goes to a different drum. So he rolls backwards. So instead of like, he does like a... Like, because yeah. it's so much easier for him. And that's why it's so difficult for right-handed people playing on a right-handed set to play to, that yeah. backwards villain. I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. And like, <laughs> there's so many things of like why he plays sloppy and uh, why he plays with the rhythm he does. Yep. Uh, it's, it's, it's also just sheer luck, right? Because like yeah. each one of the Beatles is insanely talented like it's four of probably the hundred best musicians of all time right and they're all in one band yeah well <laughs> it's insane it, I, it's kind of similar with zeppelin right like yeah you have oh, this exactly in queen queen is a perfect yep. example of that queen is queen is one of the weirdest <laughs> equations of how that happened like think about think about the sound of queen yeah think about the sound of queen and yeah. think about how you could ever have imagined that being a thing yeah before queen came around and then out of nowhere fucking queen kits operatic futuristic arena rock right like what the <laughs> like, fuck what the hell what the fuck i don't even yeah. want to hear that and then you hear it and you go what, what is this oh this is queen holy shit zeppelin's another really good example it's like oh one of the best singers one of the best guitarists one of the best <laughs> yeah. drummers and one of the best Right. basis of all time oh, cool cool that's that's great i'm glad this is how it's working out yeah yep. it's just and that's actually those three uh, i just randomly looked up like a, a lot of these things and was like oh the beatles one of the best bands of all time um i just wanted to like google like lists of the best, best bands, bands of, of all time. time and it's always beatles zeppelin queen like yeah. one, oh, one two easy. three <laughs> i'm not surprised sometimes pink floyd is up there yeah Rolling pink stones. Floyd. I, I can see floyd um, and sounds yeah but um yeah man eagles i think eagles should be Somewhere in that list. I fucking hate the Eagles, man. Really? No, it's a Lebowski quote, but also uh-huh. yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't like the Eagles. I love the Eagles. I love. I grew up on them. Yeah, so exactly. That's, that's a different nostalgic thing. But like, I don't know. They are also very talented. Yeah. If you listen now to the Eagles, are. they are very, very talented. Like their harmonies yep. and all that shit. Oh, super fucking talented. But, but yeah. Um, that, that's so interesting. Like the what? the human side of the Beatles is what I loved so much about that video. I want to show you the video after now. I want to show you Derek Truck playing for Obama yeah. because holy, you're gonna be like holy shit! Like the fact that he can do that to a guitar. Yeah, <laughs> do that to a guitar. He can do that to a guitar. Yeah, he just. Yeah, I don't know how he does it. Yeah, well, watch so this. it's something that was that's opposite of that is uh uh it might get loud. Where instead of breaking down into them being humans, yeah, it's breaking them down into being individual musicians. Love that movie. It's a great movie, but they don't talk about the human side of it as much to each other. It's strictly more strictly the music. It's strictly how did you come up with that riff? Because that's such an iconic riff. And it's like, well, you know, we were recording at this place, and I decided the way that this was sounding in the room, it just you, I was able to play it back to myself while I was playing live, and yep. that's like, and then like. Uh, yeah, and then like somebody else was like, "Oh yeah, you know, I had all these things, and I love the idea of what new sound I could make by like like compressing this and that's the edge and playing it back <laughs> with that. Yeah, and like doing this, and it was more of them like kind of breaking down to each other the musical side of it. Yeah. It wasn't so much the human side of them like yeah 
hey, did you ever yell at Bono about shit? Like, no, you guys no, get no, in no, fights no. a lot? Like, it was it never was that. strictly about three guitarists with three very unique, very different from each other's sounds. And how... Sharing notes. Yes. And, yeah, like... Which is fascinating. And just being... And that's... I think that's what it was. They were all intrigued by each other. They are all, yeah. like... Because none of them could play each other's style. Exactly. None yeah, of yeah, them yeah. could even... Like... That's, I think, that's almost a critique of John Mayer where he can play a, a lot of people's styles. Like, yeah. <laughs> I forget what video B he was like. So if I wanted to sound like BB King, I would do this. Yep. And then Albert <laughs> King would be doing that. And then Freddie would be sliding and switching into this. And then, yep. you know, of course, you can just twang it into Stevie and then go yep. do some SRV. Dun, but dun, if you really dun. want to blend those two, you can kind of. And like. It's wild. It's, it's crazy how he, he can copy and paste it. Yeah. So people almost critique to say, like, you don't have your own voice. Because yeah, of that, he's an amalgamation of other people's voices. But yeah, I would argue that he made his own voice with pieces, bits and pieces of other people's voice. There's, I, yeah, I think so too. I think, I think John's sound is very unique and very distinct. Like you could tell a John Mayer, yeah, a John Mayer like line, like yep. playing wise, very easily. Um, it's like he's very heavy on. He has wide vibratos. Like super wide vibratos when he plays, he does very quick bends. Mm-hmm. He, sometimes he does slower bends, but I think fat vibratos. He does fast bends, and he's actually, in my opinion, a very fast player. Yeah, he's a very like his licks, his, his lines are so fast, but the way he resonates with his big vibratos almost makes it seem like it's it's a lot like spacier drawn out yeah yeah than what it is but like you hear it and then you hear what he did to get into it just like what the fuck like yeah. <laughs> it's like anyways um oh, what the fuck was i saying before that i was who was i talking about before john mayer uh edge Didn't oh just uh, just to make it loud like yeah just just that was that was a different type of take on it yeah. where it was just my favorite my favorite clip from that uh is because i like all three of those guitarists I think U2 is my least favorite band of the three, the White Stripes, Zeppelin, and U2, but I still do like them a lot. But the song Elevation, that the guitar riff is, you almost can't tell it's a guitar. It's like, wow, 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 wow. And it's just this weird modulated sound. It goes, here's what I'm playing with nothing. And it's, gring, gring, gring. It's like, and then I plug it into this. It's like, wow, wow. And then I use this pedal to go, wow, 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 wow. It's like, yeah. what? What? Yeah. So like, that's completely different than Jack White, who's like, I have a plastic guitar that I plug into a broken <laughs> amplifier, and it sounds cool. My favorite I play scene. Loud. My favorite scene is the opening scene when he plugs. He like takes a piano wire and like tightens it tightens it on a board and with a like a nail to a nail and a coke bottle and he and just then like, plugs it in and he just like makes it and he just plays <laughs> like a, a one string slide guitar yeah he's like uh and there's a guitar yeah. and it's like that's it <laughs> like it just it might get loud <laughs> like the yeah. title card yeah i think that's that's such a cool take because yep. that's his whole take on on how he pers- how he attacks the guitar yep like how he takes it on yeah and i think that's such a cool take compared to like the the artistry of it or yep. the softness of it that most people take. Yeah, exactly. Um, where it's part of like this image where to him, it's almost like, no, it's a beast. Yeah, exactly. Like, where him, like most musicians are like, Oh, here's the guitar that I use to play this song. And then I have, a, I want a lighter, a little bit more of a hollow body guitar to play this other song. So I switch out in the concert to this. He's like, no, I have a plastic thing with six strings <laughs> that I plug because, into a loud. <laughs> and speaker. then when it gets warm, the plastic like bends and warps. So I have to fight it to keep it in tune. <laughs> like, it's like, what? That, that's fucking yeah. horrible. But like, that's his take on it. Like, 
Like that's I fucking sound. that's horrible when shit warps on it. Like I like the amount of times I've worried about like shit happening like that live. Yeah. And it's like, is my bridge too high? Is like, do I need to lower it? Like, what's going on with my action? And then you hear him say, like, yeah, I have this cheap plastic guitar I found in a thrift store in Japan that I love to play because it just never sounds perfect. Yep. It's just like <laughs> I love it. I, I, I love, love that him. take on it. I, I love, love that him. take on it. I, White Stripes is another, for me, like, they don't have a bad song. I can listen to any White Stripes it's song. A, it's, an, it's another, I think, like, destination type thing where you couldn't plan that sound. Yeah, exactly. You can't plan that sound. Yep. Like, it's just, that sound um, is just so uniquely and iconically them. Yeah. You can't really... You could copy it now, and I think some people have tried yep. to come up with that kind of like off kilter, beat driven, fucking exactly. When I was weirdness. into guitar, that was always the sound that I was trying to em- emulate. With oh, like really? My like two little janky effects pedals. Oh, the, the effects pedals that I bought to sound like that. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> and I would just like crank up the gain as high as it would go, just to make it sound more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like it, it's it's the sound of struggle. Yeah, like it's the sound of fighting it. Yeah, it, the guitar sounds like it's roaring. Yes, is what that sounds like. Yeah, there yeah. you go. There you go. Yeah, it's a beast. Yeah, it's a beast. It's a fucking beast in his hands. Yeah. yeah. We've been going on for a while now, and yeah. we haven't exchanged gifts. Yeah, I was going to say, do you want to wrap this up with our little gift exchange? We talked about it last episode. It's our post-Christmas Christmas gift exchange, where we set the very specific rule of it has to be within five cents of $10. Oh, no. What? I totally forgot what I meant by this. What? Another thing on your notes? The walnut one. We could talk about it next week. Yeah, we can. But uh, gift exchange, we have to spend within five cents of uh, $10. Did you follow the rules? I tried to follow the rules. (laughs) I'm slightly over. Okay, damn it. Just tiny bit. $20. Okay, Jesus. Okay. Um, The original gift I had I was getting for you uh, was gonna come out to twelve dollars okay so i said okay i have to get find something else so the next gift i found you was only 2.95 okay and i was like okay well that's way too low for me to spend <laughs> for the shipping on it because yep. the shipping is like 11 bucks so oh, the geez. place i ordered from has a bundle deal mm. where if you get a certain amount of items or certain types of items yep. everything ships for free yep so i got myself two things perfect and i got you two things okay because i was like these are two things that can match but one was eight ninety five, the other was two ninety five. Okay, so like twelve bucks. So yeah, a little yeah. over. But. I got you two things. One of them was three ninety nine. One of them was five ninety nine. So nine dollars and ninety eight cents. <laughs> so I will say here that Chris has won. Yeah, I, I win. I, this was definitely a competition for me. All right, so are we gonna open at the same time? Is that what we're doing? Uh, I don't know. Sure. Oh, uh, you go first. You go okay. first. I'll go You're already first. going. You're already That's ripping a at it. Very unique wrapping you're welcome there's a bag filled with tissue paper surrounded by like a shiny wrapping paper but not wrapped just surrounded by in a bag with very loosely tied together with string that just fell off got some tissue paper tissue paper a bow in the middle of the tissue paper you're welcome a ball a ball is this a lacrosse ball? That is a lacrosse Rogue ball. Rogue lacrosse ball. Is it for my feet? That is for your feet. <laughs> yes, exactly. So you can roll them out and stand on it. That's and perfect. 
Yeah, exactly. And so that's the first one. Second one are a band a resistance two resistance band are these for my knees uh no those are for oh i was gonna get you knee wraps but the knee wraps the cheapest ones i could find were 15 bucks um those are uh like resistance wraps so for my feet when you pull yes that leg thing that i have very you do. nice yes so there Thanks, you go man. oh yeah. this is gonna help <laughs> you got me things so i don't hurt myself <laughs> <laughs> or for after i hurt myself exactly that's awesome thanks yeah. dude very cool. I didn't. Rogue makes lacrosse balls. Try not to lose it but because yes. <laughs> because yes. they're so well. You got me bright red, so I don't think I will. Thank you. I also kind of got you things that match. They are not. They don't have anything to do with working out. Okay. I have a bag with deer on it. Yeah. A deer head. I like that. I like that. Okay. I'm gonna reach for the first thing. The first thing is white truffle oil wow yeah. somebody went fancy <laughs> oh shit 5.99 our truffle oil is a finishing oil designed to dress dishes just prior to serving add a few drops to risotto pasta pizza cooked vegetables meat or fish mushroom and cheese or egg based dishes oh my truffle hunter this is so you got me addicted to truff, the hot sauce. Yes, this is fantastic. Okay, cool. Thank That's you. Just non-spicy truff. Just non-spicy. Yeah, that is that is the non-spicy truff. What is this? What is this? What is this? Just spicy. <gasps> Melinda's creamy style habanero wing sauce in condiment. Oh boy, where'd you get this? Uh, TJ Maxx. <laughs> my, really? My mom randomly got it for me because she knows I like hot sauce. It is insanely delicious. Is so it like, good? Well, I have to get dubbed some. Is it hot? It's it's not it's not bad um it's it's like tangy it's hot it's spicy but it's it's definitely doable oh wow this really is really good on a lot of things this is fucking great man thanks there these are go. great gifts oh you are good at gifts dude you're good at gifts these are perfect are they i wanted to get you something working out and i was like this is dumb <laughs> this is <laughs> <laughs> why is that i don't know it's like <laughs> It's it's the working out version of what do you get the man who has everything? Oh, that's a, I guess that's a good point. Yeah, I my original goal for those were to be the big ones for you to do like the to do like the stepping stuff yeah. that you hate. Um, <laughs> but then those were so expensive, so I got oh. two of those. Do you think I could put both of them on my knees? No, you'll break them. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, those are great for like stretching out your foot because you can't yeah. reach it. Just put my foot straight out and wrapping my hand around it. Yep, and then when you pull it to the side, you can yeah. do that too. Um, Very nice. Yeah, and uh, the price of two, uh, I think I only ordered one. Mm. So thanks, Rogue. <laughs> it just um, came with two. Just came with two, I think. It was two in the bag. Yeah. Like they both slipped out of the bag, so I think it just comes with two. You bought cool. a set. Cool. <laughs> well, yeah, got a set. Um, so got you that, and then the lacrosse ball. So the original thing I was going to get to play lacrosse, and I was kicked out in high school because I had bad grades. <laughs> the I was going to get you a knee sleeve. Um, I got a knee sleeve. You did? Yeah, I did. Oh, oh who, I forgot to wear it today. Who got it for you? Uh, me. Oh, okay. I just bought a knee sleeve. Okay. I was like, I, was, I need this for next time. I was going to get you a knee sleeve. Um, the knee sleeve was the cheapest one was like fifteen bucks, fourteen, fifteen bucks, and it wasn't a full compression for working out. It was yeah. just for like comfort. That's what mine is. And so I, I already like put it on and kind of walked around a little bit with it. I was like, I need a tighter one. For now, yeah, and I was like, I also don't know my size. I'm not gonna fuck with it. And I was like, yeah. all right. Then the ball I was gonna get you was like that hard but spiky. Ooh, but it was, <laughs> yeah, it was like spiky, like not like ribbed. 
spiky. Yeah. Like a sea like urchin. Points. Yes, like <laughs> points. And I was like, this might be too intense for him. Yeah. But also it's really call. it's really expensive. It's like <laughs> it was like twelve to I think it was like twelve bucks. Yeah. And I was like, hmm, I can get him one thing for twelve, or I can get him two things for something similar. Yeah. I was like, I think I can get him two things. We both went the two thing route smart right like I, I couldn't find anything like satisfying enough that was like 9.99 that's what that's the thing i couldn't find anything 9.99 i could find things below it though yeah that was a it was a really interesting stupid rule that we made up <laughs> you didn't like the rule it I made it, it was very rule. difficult I thought it was a you good said rule. ten dollars i'm like oh so what within like five dollars and it, no ten dollars well, i, I, I like, fucking oh, broke Jesus. that rule yeah so you won it's very hard I'm excited to see uh, how good that is. I've never had it before, but just I figured I've never had. I have actually had white truffle. My mom sometimes makes uh, like truffle Parmesan fries. Oh, really good. I'm thinking about making uh, truffle mac and cheese. Oh, yeah. 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 Maybe Did that. You, get a, you didn't get an air fryer like everybody else got for Christmas this year. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, no. Cooking wise, uh, I got a cool thing. Oh, fuck. I still got to call and thank my aunt. Uh, one of my aunts got me a pancake uh, kit Neat. with like spatulas, oh, yeah. um, stonewall kitchen, pancake batter, like two mixing bowls, yes. like a whisk. Yes. Awesome. Um, and then I got my paring knife and that's pretty much all I got for. Oh, I got shears. Mm, kitchen shears. Like actual. For like cutting meat. Yes. For yeah. like cutting chickens, like yeah. kitchen shears. Oh, like you nice. can detach them to clean them and sharpen them. Oh, cool. Uh, cool. Kitchen shears. Yeah. Uh, off. Great. Great price. Um, I think that's all I got for cooking stuff. I didn't get much cooking stuff, but I got a lot of kitchen stuff. I got a uh, Pyrex bowl set. It's like small, <gasps> medium, large, extra Ooh, large. Mixing. Star Wars themed. Ooh. Each thing has a different Star Wars thing printed on it. Oh, that's nice. I was you like, oh, be- I can't wait to take my leftover lunches into work in my little Yoda <laughs> bowl. <laughs> and you're going to be able to mix shit up and everything? Oh, oh that's yeah. going to be great. Oh, yeah. That's going to be great. Um... Got a new silverware set. <laughs> okay. Specifically because my uh, my girlfriend's grandma hates our silverware. Why? She's like, I've been telling you to get rid of it for years. So I got you a new one. Why? Because uh, it was just, she got it. I forget. She, when she, she used to live in Iowa. And when she moved out, she took her, or her roommate moved out and left her silverware. And it was like, uh, like resin. It was like acrylic handles with like pictures in it and it was pictures of sunflowers and they're super sun faded now some of the acrylic is but that cracking gives, but that gives them the vintage feel it has like the vintage like weathered they have that's character. the perfect that's like the 90s shit that's no. the greatest shit ever <laughs> it's very 90s shit but she got us a very nice set so we're okay. like all right let's get rid of all this shit give it a goodwill um yeah i uh yeah we got our silverware i think from like goodwill or, or like a like a a fair or something yeah. like we just got like a whole bunch of like randos randos threw yeah. them in the dishwasher cleaned them a few times and yep. i was like all right good to go like yep. <laughs> exactly just like five bucks for like 200 piece silverware yeah. so we're good to go um, awesome well merry christmas this, man merry christmas to you how do you get this cap off it's not no a, idea it's not a screw off i'll uh i'll screw, see what i can do after off. and happy new year too and happy new year let's end it with this do you have any new year's resolutions no i never do I mean, for the last few years, I haven't because I just, I know myself. Okay. Um, Fair enough. Oh, oh you got it. Was it just pull off? Yeah, I just got to pull hard. Um, yeah, no, not really. Oh, just snap. Um, I guess just have a better year than 2020 and uh, keep getting healthier. Yes. Yeah. There you go. That's good. That's good. That's great. What about you? 
Um, do Murph in full. Okay. Uh, and I've taken five years off from like, I used to be at, in a hardcore French learning mode. Okay. Oh yeah. Like I want to say like immersion. I, s- I stopped in, in like 2016, mm-hmm. 2017. I want to say I stopped. I think 2016 I stopped because mm-hmm. that's when I was like, I'm getting a new job. I'm putting all my effort and energy into that. Yep. So I stopped. Um, I want to pick it back up. Um, I still retained a lot of it. I lost a lot of it as well. So I want to start picking it back up. It's still a goal of mine. Um, you heard me talking to my friend Gabe mm-hmm. as you came in. Mm-hmm. I told him my goal and he was like, nice, nice. Yeah. I remember when you were like on top of it um, he, and he was offering to t- like help me out because he speaks it mm-hmm. obviously. So he was like, yeah, dude, we could totally chat and, and try out French stuff together yeah. and I can help you like, cause he knows my struggles with it except in, bitching about it with him for years now about like i learned that this is how you say it that i come up here that's not how you fucking say it <laughs> like, yeah. so um, so yeah so I, i'm excited about that kind of nervous because it's so taxing and i don't know how, how else to put it i could i can push my body <laughs> to, <laughs> i can push my body to like it's like maximum point yeah like max heart rate Max effort, all out, br- body shut down, brain only moving forward, or brain shut down, just moving these fleshy limbs forward. Yep. I can, I can, I can do that when it comes to physical exertion. But French is all brain. Yes, and like <laughs> if you could tell me, if you said, if you said to me, you have to do Murph three times a week in order to like, like retain and learn and acquire like what you're what you're reading and what you're doing yeah i could do it i could my body will break but i could do it i swear i swear to all of the gods i could do it yeah but you sit me down and say you have to do duolingo for 60 days straight and you have to like succeed it's like i don't know if i can fucking do this yeah it's just like the mental capacity and it's weird because I feel like I'm mentally strong because like you put me in a, a tough situation and I fucking push through it. Mm-hmm. But something about trying to learn French. Let me rephrase that. Trying to learn Quebecois. Yeah. French. Is on a whole different fucking level. Yeah. Of aggravation. Because you'll learn. It's a dialect. Because you'll. Yes. You'll spend all this time learning French <laughs> and then you go try to do any of it. And it's useless. And it's wrong. <laughs> it's all wrong. And they're just like, ooh, that's not how we say it. Yeah. Like, what the fuck do you mean? It's like, well, if you were in Paris, yeah, that would work, but that's not how it's set up here. It's like, are you I have fucking a, kidding me? I have a couple tips to help you that I can't talk about on the podcast, but the second we stop recording, I'll tell you all about them. Well, in that case, that sounds really weird, but <laughs> in that case, let's say uh, I'm going to say thank you for my white truffle oil and my uh, Melinda's Abanero wing sauce. I'm excited uh, to try these out. Thank you for the Christmas gifts. And thank you for the working out stuff to make me not hurt <laughs> as much. Um, and I wish you a, uh, a happy new year. Happy New Year. And it's happy- the year I've meant it most when I've sent it, said it to people. Yes. Happy New Year. Same to everybody listening. Hope you all have great New Year's. Yes. And you have a uh, a closure period for any difficulties you had this year. You know what else happened this year? The, uh, like regarding the show, we changed the name of our show. Yes. We got new art from the yes. wonderful Mimi. Uh, we got a new intro from Stav, who we've yep. been talking about all show. Yep. So thank you, Mimi and Stav, as well. Happy New Year. Thanks to everybody who listens. Thanks for letting us live our dream jobs. 
Thanks for letting us continue to do this show. Um, big shout out to Johnny for those ever wondering. If though for those who have been here since the enough about you days, mm. um, that's what it used to be called. Yep, that's what it used to be called. A shout out to Hong for the artwork for that one. Shout out to Johnny for the uh, theme song for that one. Uh, we still keep in touch with Johnny. <laughs> yep, we're still friends with Johnny, of course. Um, he's around. He's good. Yeah, we. <laughs> So we only our podcast characters hate him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know what? Maybe one of these days he'll get back on here for, uh, to, yeah. to guest. But uh, but yeah, Happy, um, New Year. Happy New Year to all those people and everybody else. Exactly. Bye. Peace. What we got here. Nice. Let's see what we got here. I gotta go to the doctor. Uh, like, for a specific reason? Yeah. I've been getting stomach aches, like, all the time. Remember last time? You having poopies or no? Uh, not really, but remember last time when I just laid down after we recorded for, like, ten minutes? Yeah. It's just that, like, every day. Really? Yeah. It's not fun podcast conversation, but I was, like, out of commission on christmas eve like my mom was worried about me um that's weird like, uh, are you stretching that i i was stretching that night and it kept making it worse so i think i like pulled a muscle somehow like in between my sternum and my belly button is where it hurts like right in the center like somewhere in that region feels like it could be gas bloat stomach but you cramp. have no poopies but yeah no like extreme poopies no extreme poopies no extreme gas yeah so it's not gastrointestinal. Yeah. So it has to be muscular. <laughs> this is a fun after episode Easter yeah, egg. <laughs> right. But like it has to be, right? It's not intestinal. It's way too high to be intestinal. Right. So it's, it's like right where my stomach is. We'll see. I'll we'll keep see. you updated. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. cool.